Cashing a slip makes you grin? And above all, you love making your bookie cry? Then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions. Shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Dale Lippin in here. Uh, I will be—I don't know—I'll be joined shortly by Trey Van Buskirk, uh, as always. Um, he is running slightly behind schedule. Um, punctuality is not a strong suit of either one of ours, um, but more so a character flaw for Trey. Unlike any other, um, he's got everything else going for him. He just can't show up on time to anything. But um, such as dad life, such as husband life. He'll be here shortly. We're going to break down UFC uh, Vegas 53. But I figure, why not? I don't, I don't keep, you know. There's a few of you that do turn into uh, tune into the live show. Far be it from me to keep you waiting. Uh, I'm not doing anything anyway. I'm just sitting here, just as you heard, just cracked a cold beer. Um, you know, only other thing I do is maybe get on Instagram live and perhaps BS on there for a minute waiting, doing the same thing that we're doing now. So I figure we might as well just get into it. Um, so while we're waiting for him to do that, I want to remind you of two things. Uh, one, the show is brought to you by AllegianceClothing.com. Go to AllegianceClothing.com, use promo code PUNCH, and you can save 15% site-wide. Or you can go to StayClassyMeats.com and use promo code FIST and save 10% off site-wide. They pay the bills around here, at least for the show anyway. I mean, the light bill I pay, every the internet bill I pay, but they they pay for the other stuff. Um, those of you that won shirts on the last giveaway, those are going in the mail this week. We got them. Again, they're in Trey's hands. Thoughts and prayers to you. He has them. He has your addresses. He has the sizes. I've given him money to pay for shipping. What he does with it after that, I I just again, thoughts and prayers to your whole your whole setup there. Ah, but. UFC Vegas 53 kicks off this Saturday night. I suppose while we're waiting for him to hop in, one of the things that we could do is maybe just recap some of the things that have been going on in the MMA world. Um, for those of you uh, that tuned into our last show, you know I was on vacation for it. Was I on vacation for that one? I think I was. Maybe I was back. I can't remember. Uh, but I'm here now. This is my happy place or a happy place of mine. I Oh, Logan, did you get your shirt? Hold on. In the in the chat, Logan was one of the shirt winners. Did you get it? I'm just going to wait patiently. Bad radio here for a second while I wait for that to pop up. Um, to look ever so briefly. I want to make sure that you got it. If you didn't, that's okay. It'll be there soon enough. It'll be there soon enough. Um, let's see what event. Oh, oh, no, I wasn't on vacation for this one. This was one that we just broke down. Yeah, this was on Draj versus uh, Lamosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't on vacation for this, was I? I don't think I was. Doesn't matter. Just gone Draj. First standing arm triangle um, finish in UFC history, which seems weird, which seems really weird. Um let me just pump to get it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, that I, I, I didn't anticipate that. I did not anticipate that being the first standing arm triangle. And imme immediately when I read that stat 
on the Twitterverse, I was like, I've got to prove this wrong because I'm sure that this has happened somewhere else before inside the cage. And I, I, I don't think that was it. I don't think, or, I mean, I don't, I, I believe that that to be the only one. I, I couldn't think of any, another one, no matter how hard I tried. Um, okay. Let's see what we got going on here. Are you ready to come in? You want me to put you in? Okay. What's up, dude? What's what's up, dude? Uh, when I said go live, I meant go on Instagram. But I of know. course, you're just like, just jump the gun on me, dude. I, well, here's what I did. As I got in, I said hello. I cracked a beer and I did the ad reads already. You already cracked a beer. I, I haven't sipped out of it yet, but it is cracked. We do that together. Well, hold on. That's like just, a friendship thing. Let me put the thing back on. Ready? It's not the same. You it's didn't hear mine crack? I literally just sealed it back up again. All I heard was a sound of betrayal. That's oh all I heard. Oh my gosh. You know, you know who you betrayed? You betrayed our listeners by not showing up on time. Yeah. Well, you know, fashionably late is sexy in 2022. Uh, maybe in California, but in South Carolina, we call that disrespectful. <laughs> Look at you with your manners all high and mighty in South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> um. No, but what I was what I was talking about when right before you came in was that the uh, I was talking about the Lemos Andrade standing arm triangle. That was the first one in UFC history, and that feels like a, an incorrect stat, but it is correct. It also feels like there should be um, a quitting portion to that to that stat. A quitting portion? What do you mean? Well, I Amanda Lemos like did she really get choked out or did she just kind of quit? Bro, she got her head. I mean, what's what's the alternative? <laughs> you get your neck snapped. I, I don't know. I just feel like a female half the size of her gets her in an arm triangle. It'd be, uh, a, I don't know, man. I don't know. Bro. A little conspiracy theory, possibly, to start off the show. No, I don't think that's the case. You, okay. You're so you're you are the resident uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. So an arm triangle. Yeah. I mean, what what's that kind of what kind of pressure can you generate off of that? I mean, it looked like her head was about to separate from her shoulder. You can you, that's the thing that makes it a little bit of a a little bit of a conundrum is the fact that an arm triangle, the pressure that comes from it is the shoulder from side control. So the weight that you have pressing down on someone's throat is creating that blood pressure choke. So standing up, that seems really hard to do. I'm not discounting it. I'm just saying there's something, something I'm not, I'm not in tune with. I don't know, bro. Well, you also don't think guillotines are real chokes. So I guess I, I gotta, that's true. Um, that's true. Okay. We'll run through these real quick. Uh, Claudio Poulish knee barred Clay Guida. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He knee barred him. Uh, Macy Barber beat the dog piss out of Montana De La Rosa. What's up? So you got to cut De La Rosa, right? You got to cut her at this point. You, oh, look at you all high and mighty thinking she's going to beat what is the, the future. Oh and then gosh. now you have to cut her. Give me a break. Okay. So you, you think we get to keep her around Charles Jordan, Armin guillotine subs, Lando Venata. It's pretty dope. And, uh, should have called the sub. That was smart. Uh, Mark Andre Beria just decimates Jordan, Wright. Jordan, Wright's well, got to go, right? We, we he's cut gotta, Jordan Beverly uh, Hill Ninja. Yeah. Oh, Barely just got to go. Cut. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Hondo came back. Sergey uh, whatever. I can't pronounce the name. Beat your boy Dwight Grant, who you sat beside on the plane on the way there. But you knew that was you knew that was coming. That's what happens when the UFC puts you on a three leg travel to get to the Apex Center from San Diego. 
You know what's crazy about that is that we we talked about when we talked about the Sergey and Dwight play, you and I, we talked about the fact that Sergey, uh, you know, with his 34 wins, or I'm sorry, 34 total fights, 28 total wins now, like 21 of his 27 were by finish, right? Mm-hmm. And him by knockout was like anywhere between like plus 375 to like plus 500. Why didn't we play that? Well, you texted me and you said, right. even from even from uh, Dwight Grant's perspective, he yeah. has a relatively good portion of finishes. So why yeah, did it's we like not over play 60? That? Well, we, we played inside the distance. Right. But just playing Which, one of them by by finish would have been yeah, better. Probably. If if we could have got the double, like the TKO sub prop on Sergey, probably would have been the play there. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Hindsight, brother. Hindsight. All right, Tyson Pedro, Ike Villanueva. Uh, I got into it with a guy on Twitter saying that Ike was going to give Tyson problems because he hadn't fought in four years and that Ike was durable. Tyson goes out and breaks Ike's leg with with a leg kick. I mean, literally just destroyed my man's knee and then just punched him like an old man sitting on a park bench. That yep. was bad. That was a bad fight. I was, bad. On the wrong, I was on the wrong side of the assessment there, Tyson Pedro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Tyson Pedro looked good, but he looked good enough to beat. Uh, he looked real good. He looked good enough to beat Ike Villanueva. That's for sure. I think Ike's got to go too. I think Ike's gone. A lot of people getting cut on this card. Trimming the fat is that apex card for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our Richie Lang beat up Cameron Else. I mean, we we were all over Richie Lang. Minus two hundred seemed like a gift. We probably should, that, I feel like I said back up the truck for that one. Was that the one I said back up the truck for? <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, I, there was one of these fights that I said back up the truck for. I'm hoping it was that one, even at <laughs> minus 200. I'm hoping it was that one, and it wasn't like Clay Guida, um, Preston Parsons, Evan Elder. Evan Elder uh, probably did more to impress in a loss than than uh, our boy Preston Parsons did in a win. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think? Do you agree? Mm. Disagree? I agree. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. That mm, was like, okay. Mm. Uh, Philippe Linz comes out, new haircut, new beard, and uh, gets the uh, gets the win over Marcin Prakniel. A lot of people had that fight going inside the distance, or so, us included, yeah. and it looked like it for a long time that that was going to be the way that it shook out, and it did not. No. Uh, that got real sloppy in a hurry. is not good. Can we go ahead and can we say that is not good? Yeah, but he kind of has that not Caucasus Mountain Warrior, but he has that like Polish Polish uh, power well, name. Which yeah, he's Polish. He's Polish, yeah. but which he's you not think good. kind of garners well, like garners respect. There's a little bit of respect with that last name. Oh, maybe I don't. Know. Great, great example. We'll be talking about it later. But Figueredo, you get this respect right off the bat, but it doesn't technically mean respect. You know what I mean? Did you call him Figueredo? Figueredo. Yeah. Like figure like, your eight like, out, dude. Uh, Hawaii uh, five oh. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a figure eight. Like figure, oh, figure eight. eight. Like a figure eight oh. Ah. I just I don't know why I started to have flashbacks of Stussy. Remember Stussy? Is that a brand? That's a brand, isn't it? Yeah, but remember it was the S that everyone would draw in like high school with like three lines and the Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Stussy. I thought they had the sloppy S with the thing and like the, the U with the umlaut. 
it was very, I don't know what the umlau is. That sounds hot. I'm not sure what that is, but the Stussy was more, it looked kind of like a gang symbol, but it wasn't a gang symbol. An umlau is like the double, it's like the colon on top of a U or an O in German. Oh, yeah. It's called an umlau. Oh, well, you learn something every day. Well, how about Mike Jackson versus Dean Barry? Did we learn anything watching that fight? They both suck. <laughs> did you see the eye poke intentional you think <laughs> i don't think it was intentional um the i think do you think mike you think mike davis or not mike davis you think mike jackson sold that eye poke a little bit i mean yes, it looked dude. bad i mean it was like in the gristle right yeah but the yeah, but yeah. the moment the fight was stopped it was like he could see again <laughs> no for sure for sure I, I'm, I'm not listen i I've been poked in the eye before, and it is misery. So um, it caps it, off to any fighter that can continue after that. Another fantastic, like, gosh, I feel like you're segueing perfectly into this card because when we talk about eye pokes, we're going to get into Andre Feely looking fucking fantastic and the whole Daniel Pineda selling an eye poke. It, it, it felt a little bit like Daniel Pineda right there. Okay, we're going to, we're before we even, before we jump into this card, we need to let everybody know this is back-to-back weeks with a lot of alpha male people. So oh everything that comes out of Trey's mouth, you have got to just run it through the alpha male filter. Everything's got to go through the lock. alpha male filter. Lock. No, it's not. It's not what that means. It's not what that means at all. That's what it said to Macy. Say that again. Okay. All right. Um, real quick before we do anything else, breaking down this fight, I'm on the microphone this weekend for Ram FC. You. you. So I'm excited about that. It's my first time. So I've done commentary before, but this is my first time like filling the shoes of say a, a Bruce buffer of sorts. I'm doing the actual announcing. Oh, in cage. Yes. In the blue corner, in the red yeah. corner. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you then. So yeah. obviously, you know, you have the, let's get it on. It's time. Uh, right. Let's know. get ready to rumble. What is your line? Dude? I don't know. That's the thing. That's, that's why I'm bringing this up because I'm, I'm putting it out there to, to, to the listeners. I need help with this. Oh. I need help because I am stuck. I I'm think, stuck. I think you go super off color with it to the point where they don't know. They're just, you know, um, you just yell out like fuck a duck or something like that. You know what I mean? Like something random. Yeah, but see, the thing is, I don't, I don't want to shortchange all the work I've done throughout the night <laughs> with that. Um, right. One of the suggestions that I have received so far, which I hate how much I like, and I, I, I just can't figure out a way to work it in, is letter rip tater chip. No, dude, you can't do that. I know That's you so can't. So carny, weird it, shit. You literally just told me to. You, you're talking about fornicating with ducks. You live that was your <laughs> first suggestion, and you're telling me I can't do letter rip tater chip. Not. I just I feel like <laughs> if you the little's the fighter, dude. You if can't you little, if, if you do like a red corner, blue corner, and then it's a letter rip tater chip, dude. That's I don't know. <laughs> dude, I don't, red I don't know. corner, blue corner, fucking murder each other. Let's yeah, go. I, I mean, you could do that, but but see, here's the thing, right? Is this where letter rip tater chip falls short? Is letter rip tater chip is like something that like big John McCarthy would say, or like a referee would say, like when they fight, are you ready? Fight, are you ready? Let her rip tater chip. That would be the referee thing. It's not something that Bruce Buffer would say. It's not, no. it's not something that in the announcing segue that you would say, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say let her rip tater chip right there. You know, no. like it, if you were to take where Bruce or Michael say, 
you know, let's get ready to rumble or it's time. You can't do a letter rip tater chip. Like it doesn't fit. You're you right. I mean? Well, cause he says we are live. That's what he right. says. So you need to right. have something that's a precursor to the fight. Like right. what is that line? Well, you need that. And then you need the, it's time. You need the, you need the let's like, you need the, the intro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you need the, your actual line. Yeah. Yeah. Like Joe Martinez. All right. Fight fans. We've got, you know, like that's his. I like him, dude. I think I like he's Joe great. Martinez too. Yeah. He's, he's an, he's an underrated gem. He is. He is. He's a, he's not even a, he's not a diamond in the rough cause he's not in the rough, but he's, he's a diamond. No, I like that. I like when they use Joe Martinez. I, I like Joe Martinez a lot because whenever he gets a Spanish fighter. Yeah. Or anybody that's that? South American. Oh, bro, he gets all into it. Arexo, grosso. Like he gets he gets in it, bro. That's hardcore because I, I feel like that's a little bit racist. Um he, his last name is Martinez. He that's can do fair. Whatever he wants to do. He can do whatever he wants. That's right. Right. My B. Right. My B. Yeah. If you were in there announcing Jan Blahovitz, you could get you could get as much you get as much phlegm in it as you wanted. Nobody would say because the Dutchness, yes. He's Polish. You tried to get me there, and I know you know better than that. <laughs> same, I know you know better. Same difference. All right. So here's the Dutch and the Polish are not the same. <laughs> You're not getting me with this. Stop messing with me. All right. So I need I need a line. I need segues. I need lines. Yeah. Yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll put a poll out. Maybe a couple. Oh, well, first we'll put a question out. See what field some answers. We'll field some we'll answers and then we'll pull it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you you'll feel it and then you'll pull it. Last last question I want to ask you about this though, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's talk about fashion for a quick second. Joe Rogan's always black pants, black button down. Yeah. Obviously, Bruce Buffer is the pinnacle of what it is to have pure fashion. What Star are you wearing? I'm I'm probably gonna Rogan it to be honest with you. Black button down, black pants. Probably, yeah. That's yeah. good. That's I, good. I, th- I was so I, one. I don't have a smoking jacket, right? I've got the, I've got like the boardroom casual blue blazer that everybody wears. Yeah. Right. But it's I'm not. I, I don't want to sell you life insurance. I want to announce the fight. You know what dude, I mean? Dude, no. Come in there with a pair of Sperry's, dude. Close dude, the like, deal. Listen. Sp- <laughs> you know what's really funny is the first time I did commentary for them, I wore. <laughs> you didn't wear Sperry's. I did. I wore Sperry's. <laughs> I wore Sperry's and a mint green Lacoste polo. <laughs> Brother, like, like, yeah, after this fight, I'm going to go back to Sigma Chi here. I mean, paddle the fuck out of some kids. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if you know this or not, but that's pretty much the default Charleston look is some sort of pastel color in Sperry's. That's pretty uh, much dude. it. Yeah, and the, and the whale belts with the little whales on it. Oh, bro. Don't even get What's me started. Vineyard Vines, belt. dude? Yeah, vineyard yeah. Vines? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. I don't wear that, but yes, that's exactly it. That screams, let's go party on daddy's yacht, dude. A hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. Do you know who my dad is? That's absolutely it. Which is here. That's power like move. Old, it's power move. Here. That's like old plantation money is what that is. That's all that is. That's all. That's all that old. That's all that old French colonialism. Southern plantation money is what that is. This is why I have to do this with you because if you came rocking all that, I'll come in like I'll find some like old like Von Dutch shit. We'll I really need just, you to. I need you. We'll to. really just like turn some heads, dude. I, I this is what I want more than anything else. I keep telling you to come out here to this. The weigh-ins are on Friday night at yeah. the Honky Tonk Saloon at five <laughs> so o'clock. Dope. That's a real so place. Dope. It's 
a real place. It's called the Honky Tonk Saloon. The weigh-ins are there. And then Saturday, um, it'll be available on pay-per-view. We'll post the link so you guys can tune in. And um, yeah, I mean, it's going to, there's a concert midway through. There's like an intermission where there's a concert. The last, the last event, Bubba Sparks performed at the last <laughs> one, which was great. Um, and then Matt Hughes, Diego Sanchez will be there. Dude, I'm telling I have, I, there is something about these events. I just have, I have so much fun. I really do. I have so much fun. You get to meet so many cool people. Um, one of the dudes that just fought on that XMMA, uh, was the, actually the lighting guy for the last event I did with them. He literally was the lighting guy. And then I'm watching him on pay-per-view. He's like, he's fought two fights before John Dodson and Francisco Rivera. I'm like, I know that guy. He literally did the lighting and the mics for the last commentary thing. Like I love regional MMA, man. I freaking <laughs> love it. I absolutely, dude, I love it. I love it. Um, so and cool. the headliner for this event. Uh, Tim Goodwin, who's a who's a longtime MMA vet in multiple organizations, including the UFC, is, is one of the head coaches. So um, there's a, there's a lot of talent in South Carolina, um, and I mean I've told you this before uh, that the the regional scene throughout the Southeast is is very competitive, man. And oh, yeah. these these guys are coming to fight, so um, it's it's so much fun. It's a completely different feel than like an act like a a main like like a like a big card there's way more there's a lot more bloodlust in a oh, regional yeah. event like oh, yeah. and you know what's crazy about them too i'll say this last thing i'm gonna say about because we'll get into it we're almost 30 minutes in is that with regional events what makes them so much fun is that everybody's family comes too oh, like totally. everybody's friends and family are there like everybody so yeah. like when somebody wins and they they, they came with a posse the place freaking erupts yeah it, it which makes it, it makes it super fun super yeah. fun man i i i'm super thankful for justin and jerry uh the guys at ram fc you know they don't know me and they don't owe me anything a hole in the ground and they've been super supportive of our show and give us the opportunity to go out there and and do our thing and learn on the job so i i have all the respect and appreciate them immensely same thing with jared over at conflict mma these guys these regional guys um they they appreciate us and they they support us so you know I'm I'm happy to do the same thing, uh, and you'll get 110 percent of me on Saturday night, which you know I'm going to oh, blow yeah. my damn vocal cords out. If there's 12 fights on the card. I got to pace myself because you know me. I'll I'll go that first one, bro. Boom! Uh, curtain jerker on the prelims. Just give it all, dude. Oh, bro, just let. I'm going to do the Bruce Buffer 360 hop. No, you're not athletic enough to do that. That's ridiculous, Are dude. You he almost kidding me. Bro, he almost How rips Achilles every time you? he does that. How dare you say I'm not athletic enough to do that? Are you joking me? That takes years of experience. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's let's break down these fights before you and I get into a fight. All right. <sighs> I can't believe let's you do said this. that to me. I just I look out for your best interest. <laughs> you're such a jerk. And we will, we will never fight because it would never be fair. It's kind of like Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury. Like, I would pull guard, you would box me and murder me. So this I will, have to sit down. I have to sit on my knees. As, as this is what we is. do. If we do this, if we ever do this, it will have to do like a, a Rod Tang DJ special rules where it's like a, a two-minute one one round and then a two minute another round kind of deal like different it'd be rule stupid. Sets. it'd be a coin flip it'd be like the like the nfl whoever gets the coin flip ends up winning the game you if no. it coin flipped and they said boxing i would die 
No, my wife, you would live. like I tell her straight up, like anytime where there's someone that's picking on you in a fight, if he doesn't want to like start on the knees, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying all you have to do is kind of put your hands out and wrap me up. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. All right. First fight on the main card. Is it Darren Elkins, Tristan Connolly? I believe it is. That sounds about right. Cool. Darren Elkins at 26 and 10. Tristan Connolly at 14 and 7. Full disclosure, producer Jake is not here tonight, so it's just Ooh. us. Oh, things are about to get um, choppy. Yeah. Uh, see, Marvin says Surf Boy with a sub minus 350. I agree with Marvin. I agree. My, I agree. Minus 350? Hey, I, one, here's the thing. Minus 350, he's rating you at the sub. And two, Marvin's in here all the time. He always calls you Surf Boy. So can we? I just want to acknowledge the consistency of calling you Surf Boy. Yeah, I don't think that time. would be my nickname, but it's starting to catch on. So thank you, Marvin. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Tristan Connolly's coming back to featherweight. Um, he's older than us. He's going to cut weight back down to featherweight. He's a plus 140 against Darren Elkins, minus 170. Over under on rounds is at two and a half. I made you sign a waiver saying that you wouldn't bet all team alpha male guys this time. Yes. Um, is this one of the team alpha male guys that you're going to take, Darren Elkins? I think we have to here. I think we have to here. Um, two and a half is set appropriately. Darren Elkins, perfect name, obviously, the damage. He is someone who comes out the gate slow. But he's someone that is like we talk about Paul Walker all the time. Someone that moves. You the, talk about Paul Walker all the time. He's a fantastic actor, greatest actor of our generation, outside of Ben Affleck. Not um, a good driver. Go ahead. Oh, that's dark. That's dark. Well, man, that's super dark. Okay, shifting gears here, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> Dude, Darren's someone who starts off in gear one and two in the first and second round. But as it gets into the third round, he fucking locks that thing, the fifth, and he starts to do an onslaught. His cardio gets better. He feels himself. His wrestling gets more, more aggressive. He's better in those later rounds, but he's a very slow starter. The problem is, the problem is, how long is someone going to let his fights go? He takes so much damage. He's got the scar tissue of Nate Diaz. He will be bleeding everywhere. How... What type of ref are we going to get to allow him to get to those later rounds to capitalize on this fight? When you look at Tristan Conley, he's someone that pause, 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 and then tries to throw something really big. The fluke of all flukes, and there's another fluke of all flukes we're going to get into, which is going to piss you off, but I'm going to talk about it later. Fluke of all flukes was him beating Michelle Pereira. Mm. Michelle Pereira came into that fight, and he overlooked his competition. He was a deer in headlights and just said, oh, I'm going to do my acrobatic shit. And he never actually got focused on the fight because tit for tat, mm. Michelle Pereira should have beat the crap out of Tristan Connolly. Since mm. that fight, Tristan Connolly has been an absolute. He's been he's only fought one time. He's only fought one time. He fought Pat Sabatini. Been, that's it. And, he, and how did, well, I know and Pat Sabatini is such a stud in his wrestling. That makes it really tough. But yeah. Darren Elkins has fought the better quality of competition. His wrestling's unparalleled. And then also he can take a ton of damage. It's just, I'm worried that Chris, Tristan Connolly is going to, pepper him too much he's gonna get too bloody and the fight's gonna get stopped but if no. this goes in the later rounds you have to go darren darren elkins whether it's by decision sprinkle two and three darren elkins for sure minus 170 is a great price if you're on tristan Connolly, i would take him by sub um Ooh, tristan like Connolly, if i'm not mistaken is one of the head coaches at Checkmat out of vancouver and i believe he is their jits coach as well and if you oh, look shit. at his record he has nine career finishes by submission right he's only he only has uh 
whatever what's what how many how many wins does he have as a as a as a professional 13 12 four he's got 14 nine of which have come by sub um I, I would take Tristan Connolly by sub if you're on the Connolly side and you can get Connolly by sub at plus 700. That is hot. So if you're talking a huge plus money play, Tristan Connolly by sub, if he's going to win the fight, that's the way to do it. Um, I don't see him busting up Darren Elkins. I agree with your assessment that Darren Elkins is mostly scar tissue. I agree that he gets better as the fight goes on. Um I would be interested to see what Darren Elkins' level of engagement will be on the hands coming off the devastating shit pumping that he got from the one and only UFC Hall of Famer Cub Swanson his last time out. Oh, that's um, what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. So will he be willing to engage in that same kind of fight? Because prior to that, too, you got to think about the war he had with Nate Landwehr. The, the damage is the damage. We, we understand that. But he's also 36, 37 years old. At a certain point, you can't keep wrecking the truck. It's going to stop driving. Um, Tristan Connolly's not that guy. He's not that guy. He's not He's not fast enough. He's not strong enough. He's not powerful enough to be the guy that wrecks the, the Darren Elkins truck. But I don't necessarily know that Darren Elkins will be as willing to walk into the wood chipper as he normally is. And if he does so, shoots a sloppy takedown, uh, Tristan Connolly's got... M- Quite a few finishes by armbar, quite a few finishes by rear naked. Um, all stuff that comes from just positional control, man, which you know. Um, so, you know, Tristan Connolly plus 700 by sub or Darren Elkins at a decent play money line. I think you can head your way out here. I think that's that's what I was thinking about because it, it gave me like an ode to, and actually we'll be talking about him here, Gerald Mershark when he fought Hamzat Shemaev. The Gerald Mershark that fought Hamzat Shemaev was wearing headlights. The Darren Elkins that fought Cub Swanson was deer in headlights because Cub Swanson is not that good to get it done that quickly. So you literally, you just tried to make up a whole scenario just so you could try to say that Cub's not good. You do understand, like you do (laughs) understand that when Cub and Uriah fight, right? Oh, Uriah is going to be a minus 400. When Cub and Uriah fight, the wager will be if Cub wins, you have to get a SoCal belly rocker tattoo. The palm trees or just SoCal? Either or. You can do the palm trees up from the from the pubic bone or you can do the SoCal. Mm. Mm. That's fine. I have so much chest hair, you wouldn't be able to see it anyways. Not that. Down there? You got that much hair down there? Oh, yeah. I'm a Yeti. Okay. So you're like wearing shorts year round. Yeah. Well, when we lost our Manscaped uh, sponsorship, things got weird. I don't say we lost. Well, maybe we did lose it. I don't know. It was weird. Speaking of of sponsorships we don't have, what's up with your people at Cutwater? Are you drinking a Cutwater tonight? Yeah, I am. I refuse to give up. I'm not a quitter. What's up with Emily? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, we're creating it. I'm clipping this. Okay, starting now. Emily, go. Yeah, Emily. We we need to talk. Nobody's out there grinding for you like the boys. Nobody. Yeah, no one's getting as how drunk many as people? It's impossible. How how many people have we led to cut water? Stupid amounts. You realize that if it, that that we lead more people to cut water than like Joel Osteen leads to the Lord. 
Like it, we are essentially <laughs> better than Joel Osteen. Right. We're doing God's work here. We are, we are literally the, 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 the Osteens of, of a ready-made cocktail in a can. That's us. Right. Right. Yeah. Except, except we're not full of crap like he is. No, we're full of cut water. We're full of cut water. It writes itself. It writes itself. They just came out with the pineapple margarita. It should be the punchless pineapple margarita. I'm just saying. Rings a little better. Um, yeah. Rings a little better. It does ring a little bit better. Or do or mm. make another one. The next one should be punchless punch. Punchless knockout punch. The punchless Paloma. The punchless Paloma. That's a oh my, that's even better. It writes itself. It writes itself. It's unbelievable. It's it unbelievable. All right. Eric says, I never even heard of Cutwater until you guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Says, bet there's many other like, but now you know. And if you drink <laughs> it, you'll be a convert. Yeah. Got they it. changed the game. Changed the game. <laughs> Doing the pours work. All right, here we go. Um, next fight on the main card is... Jared Gordon versus Grant Dawson. Jared Gordon at 18 and four, taking on Grant Dawson at 17, one and one. Mm. I'm glad I'm glad Eric's in here because um, he put a tweet up the other day. And I know you'll relate to this because I think this was actually you. Uh, I want to give credit um, where he was saying he has a hard time between telling the difference between Jared Gordon and Jared Gooden. Gooden. Yeah. How Good do you time. tell the difference between Jared Gordon and Jared Gooden? It's actually gotten pretty easy because Jared um, has a great nickname, Jared Flash Gordon. But okay. when I, you know, how, what are those things called where you you assimilate um, a different name? What's it? Whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. I assimilate Jared Flash Gordon with it should really be Jared News Flash. I fucking suck, Gordon. That's what it should be, and that makes me think, oh, that's the Jared Gordon. He's he's the one that's not not good. News Flash, he sucks. That's how I get there. See, I thought I thought it was different than that. What I told Eric how I remember it is that Jared Gooden, Jared Gooden is his nickname is Night Train. He's also the darker complected of the two. So Jared mm. Gooden, Night, Dark, boom. That's how I remember it. You can't say that in 2022. You cannot Why? do that. You can't do that. Why? No, you can't do it. Night and then dark people. He literally calls himself Night Train. Yeah, because like he's on a train at night, which is scary. He spells. Have you ever been on a train at night? No, he spells it N I T E. Like night, night. No, that would be N I G H T. (laughs) Uh, I'm just saying. That's how I remember it. It's better than Newsflash. What is that? What are you like a 1920s reporter? (laughs) Newsflash here. Jared Gordon gets the win. Reminds me, he's not knocked good, out dude. Jack Dempsey in the third round. You should have seen it. <laughs> Want to make a park? Went crazy, dude. Jared Gooden. Now you got me saying good. God damn it, Jared Gordon is awful. He's so bad. He right. has this grapple heavy attack where he shoots in, and if he doesn't get it, he lands on the back of his heels and accepts a takedown on himself. He has horrible takedown defense, mm. but he's a grapple mm. heavy attack. Mm. If you are a grappler, you need to have good takedown defense because if things don't fall where they may, you're going to end up on your back, which he normally does. And he doesn't have a very good jiu-jitsu game. Grant mm. Dawson also has more of a grappling wrestling attack, but he's going to be a little bit more physical. 
Mm. His striking is exponentially better than Jared Gordon. Mm. He's going to be stronger and he's probably going to be a little bit more of the control fighter. So you're looking at two guys that have wrestling foundation. I'm going to mm. go with the guy who has better top pressure and has the slight edge from striking. Who's been able to paw out, shoot for a double and then get control. So this is like a no brainer. The plus plus one forty. If you want Jared Gordon, wait, mm. because the money should come in on Dawson. Interesting. Uh, Jared Gordon's like a New Jersey, like white Bilal Muhammad. And I think they're good friends too, which makes sense because they fight very similar. It's mm-hmm. a grapple heavy, but they somehow found a way to make grappling boring, which yeah. I love wrestlers and they somehow find a way to bore me. All right. Um, Jared Gordon has a massive head. Looks like he wears custom size hats. And then they will also mention several times about how he's a recovering addict, um, mm-hmm. which congrats on your sobriety. I do think that this line is probably a little closer than it should be. Uh, Grant Dawson, I think, should be a little bit heavier of a favorite. Not by much, so I'm not mad at the minus 170. My concern is as the fight goes on, what does Grant Dawson's cardio look like? How does it hold up if he's ineffective um, at stopping the takedowns of Jared Gordon? If Jared Gordon does get takedowns, he is very good at using, you know, he's, he's, Big head, big shoulders, big upper body, good at moving his weight around in the scrambles. Um, his striking is not good, uh, and maybe Dawson's is a little bit better, but I, I think those those points kind of cancel each other out. Uh, Dawson, is Dawson still with, with Kraus, or did he leave? I think I think he left. Did um, he? I, th- I don't know if he did or not. I feel like that was like, like Kraus was his boy, but I feel like he was also kind of – I feel like thing. he went to yeah. uh, ATT or something weird. Mm. Uh, Tapology still has him listed at Glory. So okay. we'll go with Glory for the sake of this. But okay. I, I'm going to go Dawson here. I don't love this spot. I'm, I'm picking him for the sake of the show, but I am not. I don't love him in the spot. Okay. Because this is a fight that Jared Gordon could win, it, which seems weird, but... There are ways, like I said, with the pressure, with the takedowns, with just basically map control that I think that he could possibly shut Grant Dawson down. He's not going to like starch him. He's not going to submit him, but he could Bilal Muhammad him for 15 minutes where he just takes him down, holds him down, lands punches that don't have a prayer at doing anything other than keeping the ref off of you. But that's about it. So it sounds highly entertaining, Dale. It, it, I'm sure this one will be they'll, – they'll be really happy they put it on the main card. All right, Andre Feely at 21-8, and eight, taking on Joe Anderson Brito. Brito at 12-3-1. Featherweight bout here, Trey. Uh, Brito is at the plus 200 spot. Feely at the minus 260. Um, yeah, man. Uh, over on our rounds is at two and a half here. Um, I think you and I are both agreeing that this one's going to go – this one will see the judges. Um but it's just going to be a matter of how this one shakes out. I've seen quite a few people in the MMA sphere saying this one has split decision written all over it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I see that actually. Um, it's unfortunate because Feely looked fantastic. I said this at the beginning of the show, fantastic against Daniel Pineda before Pineda said, fuck, I'm getting my ass handed to me. I'm going to fake this eye poke. Um mm. 
Feelies look great. The problem is this is the epitome and Brito of a Brazilian freaking nightmare on the ground. This is a guy that's great in the clinch. He's fantastic in top control. And if he circles to your back, he's really strong. So I'm worried about Feely, who has great length and reach and is going to be way better, I believe, from a striking perspective. But Feely, I don't want to say he has bad takedown. He's got decent takedown defense. But if it goes to the ground, you have to give the weight to the Brazilian here. And there's a large opportunity at plus 200 to make some moves there. So I'm a little bit worried for Andre here. Um, I told you earlier, if I had to lay weight in the alpha males on this card, I was going to go with Darren Elkins and I was going to fade Andre Feely. I'm still going to do that today, um, even though my heart wants to take Feely. Brito's no slouch. On the regional scene, he was fantastic. Feely has is not the most well-rounded fighter. He's a, mm. he's a work in progress. Mm. He looked fantastic for one round, but again, we only got one round in his last fight. I'm going to take Brito here. And if, if you take Feely, I'm going to be super pissed because I would love to go all team alpha male. No, I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to go Feely, but this is, this is how I think this fight plays out. Mm. I think Brito has a dominant round one, um, yes. whether it's through takedown or whether it's through the hands, whether he stings Andre before Feely can get into his little Feely flow state, like we like to talk about. Yeah. Um, if if that's the case, I think Brito takes round one in exciting fashion. Then I sub. think round possibly he could threaten the sub. Um, I think round two becomes a little bit of a toss up with Brito getting tired. Mm-hmm. Um, fight IQ, energy management, not his strong suit. Right. Um, and then round three becomes survival. Andre Feely trying to pour it on to get him out of there. And then we go to the judges scorecards and things get real dicey, get real dicey, get some Derek Cleary, some Tony weeks in there, Ooh. some all, some Sal Diamato weird, weird shit. I, I, you know, um, all kind there's all kinds of weirdness that's going to happen. Very the other weird. thing too, is that you gotta, you gotta account for, uh, that Chris Tognoni might be the ref for this fight. And if that's awesome. the case, Right, because they're not going to give Chris the, the co-main and they're not going to give him the main. So we have a chance, depending on the rotation, that this could be Chris Tonioni's last fight of the night. And if that's the case, heaven help us. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Um, I'm on Brito for the value at plus 200 in the sense that I think he's a dog that has fight in him. And I just cannot put minus 260 money on Andre Feely. Um, I can't. I can't. I'm trying to think of, of who I've seen Andre Feely fight that I would be comfortable putting that price on him. Like, even uh, he'd be may, maybe Lobov, maybe the Artem Lobov fight was the is the last fight of his that I would have felt confident at like a minus 260. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't see anybody that he's fought Pineda, Bryce Mitchell, Charles Jordan, Sadiq Youssef, Shaman Rice, Miles Jury. MJ, Good Dennis resume. Bermudez, I, I, a killer's, I mean, a murderer's row, Yair Rodriguez, Gabriel Benitez. I mean, he's fought just absolute killers. None of those I'm putting him at a minus 260, and I can't do it now. Uh, I, I can't. Um, no, there's no way. So we, do we take Brito just at, at money line plus 200? Do we juice that yeah. to the gills via sub? No, I'm just taking him. I would take him yeah. at the plus 200. It's two to one on your money. There's just no, there's no point. Um, I can't do it. I can't put minus 260 on Feely. There's just no way. He's not shown himself. Uh, he's also been win one, lose one for a while now too, which I hate. 
Um, That's true. And I, he's he's due for the, you know, he's due for the loss. Even though he, he lost to Bryce Mitchell, the Pineda fight doesn't count. All right. Anyway, who 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 do you hate more, Chris mm-hmm. Tyone or Mario Yamasaki? Tyone for sure. Wow. Without without reservation, because Yamasaki will let will let a fighter get killed. He will yeah. let he will let him fight it out. Where Tanyoni can't help but interject himself. He can't help but talk to everybody like he's like some kind old grandpa, like he's your buddy from the like from down the street. Hey, Andre. No, 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 no. You got to be in control of your weapons, okay? You got to be in control. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Yo, Anderson, stay over there. Yo, yo. over here. No coaching. No coaching. Yo, yo. Stay over there. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo, yo. Andre, in control of your weapons, okay? In control. <laughs> okay. Tognoni. All right. Spaghetti, mozzarella. Ready? Fight. I just, I can't. I can't with him. I can't. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. I don't like him. Yeah. I don't like him at all. You're not my friend. Don't talk to me like you're reading me a bedtime story. All right. Not my speed. Yeah. Also, just stay out of the way. His footwork's terrible. He's constantly in the way. Oh, he's old. Herb Dean's in the way a lot too, but damn it, he's in the way. All right. Jake Collier at 13 and six. Andre Arlovsky at 33 and 20. We're taking Arlovsky. You can't tell me anything otherwise. Uh, I'm not going to tell you anything otherwise, but I do want to pose a little conspiracy your way, actually. I've been thinking about this one a lot today. All right. Um, And please do not interrupt me until I finish this. Um, I'll go on mute. get a little heated. You on mute. I'm going on mute. I'm going on mute. Ready? Thank you. Uh, He's on mute. Um, uh, What was that? Like two, it was about a month ago. Um, I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. Big Foo Fighters fan. Love Dave Grohl. Um, And Dale came at me and said that, uh, Dave Grohl uh, sold his soul to the devil um, and that uh, the former drummer, Taylor Hawkins, uh, was almost like a sacrificial lamb to keep his youthfulness as well as his popularity going. And people are saying, well, why are we talking about Foo Fighters right now when we're talking about Andre Arlovsky and Jake Collier? Well, let me tell you this. Andre Arlovsky is about 120 years old. Um, there is no way with the amount of damage that Pitbull has taken as well as his age and who he has been fighting that he should still be on the UFC roster. He is fantastic. He has continuously, uh, uh, he has evolved. He's been a, a better fighter, I would say, as in his later part of his career. With that said, Dale, has he pulled a Dave Grohl? Did he sell his soul to the devil? Unmute. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Can, not. can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, absolutely not. He 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 is. You don't play basketball, so this is a tough reference for you. Oh, ball's life. Here we go. No, I'm just trying. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of a better way to put this. But I know I just, basketball I ha- people, dude. Okay, I have to use. I have to use a basketball reference here. Um, okay. One of the more frustrating things in the world is when you go to a gym and you play against an old head. You play against an OG because. The OG isn't as fast, isn't explosive, isn't one of those. Th- it isn't what made them probably good at um, basketball, or we'll use golf even because you've you've recently started golfing. Yeah, you go golfing with an old guy. Do they crush the ball three hundred and eighty yards like Brooks Kepka? No, they hit it one hundred and twenty yards straight as an arrow every single time, and they play par golf. Because they hit the ball 120 to 170 every time. They have evolved their game to get it done as a 
efficiently and without frills as possible. When Andre Arlovsky fought Tom Aspinall, the moment that fight wasn't going his way, what did he say? I'm out, bro. I don't need this in my life. I don't need this. He was like, I'm done. We're 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 just the next one. Cool. Yeah. I'll see you there. Yeah. Cowboy Cerrone, same thing. Fights don't go Cowboys way anymore. He's like, mm-hmm, I'm done. I'm done. They just don't have that desire to to get in the dogfight anymore. But right. what they become very good at is roping you into playing their game. Mm-hmm. Andre Arlovsky will take a highly explosive knockout puncher and have them jabbing at range because they just can't figure out how to dance with him because he just does old wily veteran stuff. And the moment you get close, he wraps you up. He digs that underhook or he'll get the overhook. He'll spin you against the cage. Then he'll push back away again. And then he pumps that jab out, throws the inside leg kick. You get close. He wraps your ass up again. That's it. It's literally 120 yards straight down the fairway. It's bank <laughs> shots from the wing. That's what this, that's what, that's how Andre Arlovsky wins fights. And you know what? Fat Jake Collier, Ain't gonna do anything about it. I know. Oh, I love so fat. He has so much volume. Listen, it's not gonna happen. One of my favorite fighters on the roster now is Fat Jake Collier. I I truly enjoy him from a performance perspective. But Andre Arlovsky has forgotten more about fighting than Jake Collier knows. And Andre Arlovsky will go out there at a minus one forty five, <laughs> and as long as he avoids that overhand right of Jake Collier, which there's no reason to believe that he won't. There's nothing that Jake Collier is going to bring to the table that Andre Arlovsky has not seen and cannot easily navigate away from. And it is my humble opinion that we are going to watch this and it is going to just be the most ruthlessly boring co-main event possible. Mm -hmm. But Andre Arlovsky is going to look like he should have been a minus 300 favorite here. That was so perfect. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have to sell your soul to the devil. You just got to know what you're good at. It's, that's it, bro. That's it. That's it. All right. Uh, main event of the evening. Rob Font, Cheeto Vera. Rob Font, 19 and 5. Marlon Cheeto Vera at 27 and 1. 20 wins, 7 losses, 1 no contest. Um, anyway. Font's a minus 135 favorite here over Cheeto, plus 105. I'll let you go first here, but I want to preface it with this. This line is wrong. Rob Font should be a much larger favorite. Mm. And there is a recency bias based on the Jose Aldo fights for Mm. both of these gentlemen. Mm. The Aldo fights are what's determining this line, and it is wrong. That's super fair. Um, Yeah, people forget. Rob Font, both these people have fantastic boxing. Mm. We'd always say that Cheeto Vera is a grasshopper. He's all legs. Mm. He utilizes those legs to do those uh, leg kicks, create distance, you know, dictate the space. Mm. Rob Font is boxing, though, I think is so technically above where Cheeto Vera is because mm. his best friend and friend of the punchless show, Calvin Cater, is his main training partner. The New England cartel have a thing going. Rob Font has been fighting the, the the cream of the crop as it relates to that division's uh, premier athlete. So is uh, you know Cheeto Vera to an extent. But if Rob Font can slip on the inside, Cheeto Vera is someone that if he cannot dictate space from the beginning, he gets overwhelmed. And when he gets overwhelmed, he, he doesn't have much activity. He's also an extremely slow starter. Rob Font is not. So I think Rob Font from the onset is not only going to dictate the pace, but he's going to dictate the space. That is 
that is through and through what's going to happen. So I think Rob Font, to your point, and minus 135 is a fantastic price. Um, I, I love Cheeto Vera. I love Jason Prio. I love the Ruka team, but this is Rob Font's nights for sure. I think one of the interesting things to look at is we're not in the big cage. Um, so I think Cheeto presents more of an issue on the ground than Rob Font does. Um, so that's that's something to consider, right? Is that that Cheeto does have does have a ground game? Is it great? No, but it's there, um, and he, and he can get a win by submission. I don't think we're worried about Rob Font submitting anybody. Like if you're Cheeto, I don't think you're worried about Rob Font submitting you. What I think you're worried about is getting jabbed to death for 25 minutes. Um, you can make the argument that Cheeto gets stronger as the fight goes on, but I would make the same argument that maybe not so much that Rob Font gets better as the fight goes on, but he's able to keep the same pace for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of Rob Font, I think of like a five hour energy drink. And l- let me ask you this. When Have you ever had a five hour energy? Yeah. Okay. When you drink a five hour energy, you drink the whole thing, right? For sure. Yeah. Okay. So when you drink a five hour energy, does it give you five hours of energy or does it give you, your current energy level for five more hours. This sounds like a math problem, Dale. No, I'm just asking because I can't figure it out because I drink a five hour energy and I, I, I don't feel like it charges me up. It gives me five hours worth of energy. I oh. feel like it just keeps me from getting tired for five hours. Mm, mm. That's a horrible question to ask me because I'm huge into placebos. Right. So when the moment I rip one of those, I'm on cocaine. Gotcha. So you feel like it gives you five hours of energy right away, right off the rip. And dip my tongue in it. I'm a butterfly. Okay. I mean, bird. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I think that Cheeto's got a bet, the better, the better strength of schedule. Um, I think he's fought the better competition. Uh, I just, I think that, I just think that Rob Font and New England cartel aside, I think that Rob Font at this present moment is a better fighter. I don't particularly feel that Cheeto was 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 faring well in the Frankie Edgar fight before the the freaking face kick. Um, the first two rounds of that Frankie fight, I have to, we'd have to look at verdict, but I, I would venture to guess they had to be pretty close. I, admittedly, I didn't go back and watch it. Um, I, as much as I dislike Frankie Edgar, I didn't li- I didn't like seeing him get kicked in the face like that. Um, but I remember watching that live and thinking Frankie Frankie's doing rather well. Now the commentary team was talking about. Cheeto Vera as if he was in, you know, just doing whatever he wanted with Frankie. But I don't, I don't remember the fight going that way. Um, but then obviously in round three, everything changed for Cheeto. I want to, I want to get your thoughts here. So Chris in the chat here said O'Malley has better striking than font. And we mm. saw the, how that went with Vera. I think, I think O'Malley's has, more creative striking than font he's more dynamic um which i guess depending on how you grade things would say that he's better it's kind of a i don't know it's sort of subjective as to how what you what you think is qualifies somebody as being better i don't i don't all the way disagree with that um but then you also have to take the injury into account with the in the cheeto fight um with a what was it, a check leg kick and then things got yeah. dicey. Yeah, I I mean I don't disagree with that. 
it just depends on how you're you're scoring fighters you know right. as far as what's better striking um good comment though I like that yeah like that. o'malley's definitely the more creative striker I, I you can't argue that there's no rob font's gonna do the same jab yeah jab jab but like, he just that's it's the same and he i love how he does like the open hand thing too he's always like <laughs> i love the open hands it's like it's that, it's that boston way it's like you're holding two dunkin donuts and you're like i don't want to spill this shit i don't want to spill dunkins. this shit it's not even they drop the donuts it's just dunkins now it's just dunkin it's just dunkin they drop the the donuts that's sad they not only did they drop the donuts they don't even make the donuts fresh anymore you shut your mouth i'm serious they don't you're telling me i can't get a donut you know they, they do tell me they make midgets or whatever they're called Oh, they definitely don't call them midgets anymore. They're they're donut holes. Um, <laughs> no, no, they call them something. They munchkins. Call them like munchkins. <laughs> yeah, not midgets. Yeah, let me get let me get a box of chocolate midgets. They'd be like, I want twelve uh, midgets. <laughs> we're gonna arrest this guy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, well, this is in a Wayfair. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a Wayfair catalog, sir. You can't just come through here and order. $13,000 cabinet that's conveniently named after a missing kid. It's not how this works. You can't just come in here and order a box of Rebecca's for 13 grand. Hey, that's too weird of a coincidence, right or wrong? Okay. People that, people that didn't see our post are like, I have no idea what these guys are talking about. All I'm going to say is look in. All I'm going to say is look into it. No, don't look into it. Just look into shut it. Shut up. No. Way, Wayfair traffics kids, allegedly. No, God damn it. I said no. allegedly. <laughs> it's If you say allegedly or with all due respect, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said with all due respect. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First fight on the prelim card. Do you have anything to say before we get into prelims? No. Let's get through them. Yeah. All right. All right, first fight on the, the prelims. Tatsuro Tyra taking on Carlos Candelario. Uh, Candelario at 8 and 1. Tatsuro Tyra at 10 and 0. Tyra is the favorite here. I can't even find where I put it, dude. This is why producer Jake always puts him in chronological order. I didn't do that. God damn it. I ordered a desk. Sorry, comment from Chris. I ordered a desk on Wayfair eight years ago. My Cambodia kids start second grade this week. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Allegedly. Dale, I, I wrote these odds in and I, I just cannot see them. I believed I I believed uh I believe Tatsu's somewhere around like a minus gosh, he can't be a two sixty. He can't be. It's somewhere there. It's somewhere near there though. He's in the minus two hundred. Ah, there it is. Boom. Minus two fifty, uh, over on rounds two and a half. Candelario coming back at a plus one ninety five. Do you have anything that you want to contribute to this at all? I like actually like Carlos's style. He he fires in quick combos, and when he fires in quick combos, he actually shoots for a takedown. So that's kind of mm-hmm. that like level change thing I like. Okay. I'm gonna go with Carlos by decision here because I think tatsuro dude who and what and how he has not fought anyone regional scene but regional scene of like i'm dude a promotion i've never even fucking heard of like jungle fight status i Um, love this jungle fight things everybody knows about jungle fights and tatsuro fought it or fought he fought in shudo he's a shudo 
Is yeah. that with swords? I don't even know what that is. No, dude. He literally... I haven't heard okay. of that. All right, bro. I'm taking right. Carlos by decision. I like his style. Okay. Who Sounds good. Uh, I'm I'm inclined to take Tyra, uh, mostly because he fights. Um, he, he has fights uh, and fights out of Naha, which is in Okinawa, Japan. And did I ever tell you about the time I got kicked asleep by a Japanese guy in Naha? No. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Here's a good one. <laughs> I got kicked asleep by a Japanese guy in Naha, at Naha, Okinawa, Japan before. What did you say? To, did you say something uh, not cool to this individual? No, we were sparring, and I thought I was I, – I, I did the classic go too hard. And yep, yep. He right-hauled me. He right-hauled yeah. you. He right hauled me. He kicked, he put me to sleep, kicked me to sleep. I've had a couple of concussions in my life. That was one of them. That was cool. When you woke so, up, like what happened? I was in the locker room. Your pants were down? No, no, my, my pants were on. Um, That's good. But yeah, yeah, they told me what happened. That's about it. Nice. I remember going to the gym that day. I remember jumping rope. I remember shaking out. I remember sparring, like starting to spar. Um, and then, yeah. Yep. You went out. Yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently we were, we were getting into it a little bit. I started going too hard. I hit him with something and kind of, you know, ran my mouth a little bit and then kicked me asleep. It's good. Always run your mouth. Smart. Always. 100%. Especially as a new guy in a gym, you always want to talk as much trash as possible. It's just For like sure. prison. When you, If you guys have never <laughs> been to prison or if you've never been to a gym with professional fighters before, one thing I highly suggest is picking the, the toughest or most professional person there and going 110 miles an hour at them. I've always wanted to know that actually, because if I go to jail, like I'm, I'm absolutely going to die. So the question no, is, won't. do I want to gain respect no. and fight the gnarliest person no. right off the rip? No, you don't. So I will say that's one of the the, the two biggest misconceptions yeah. are the get in the fight right away and rape. Do people get raped in prison? Yes, yes, they do. But is it like this, like rape fest? No, it is not a rape mm. fest. Um, and you don't depend. It also depends largely on where you go. But um, having worked county, state, and federal, I can assure you that um, most of the most of the sex that happens in prison is rather mm -hmm. consensual. A lot of mm -hmm. dudes just lonely, right? A lot of lone, just lonely dudes. Not not rapey. There's some rapies, and there's some dudes that get turned out and they think they're women, but but uh, a lot less rape than you would think. Um, but I don't have to fight the head honcho like right no, off the bat. No, 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 no. More often than not, um, more often than not, that's not the case. Now, again, I'm speaking sheerly on a on a U.S. prison scale. Uh, I don't know what it's like if you go to like, if you go to prison and say shells, say shells or Panama. <laughs> um you know, I would not suggest get going to prison in Bolivia. I feel like things will get very rapey, very stabby in a hurry. Yeah. 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 I'm staying away from the stabby. I would, yeah. I feel like, and this is not like a gay comment here, but I feel like I would mm. keister as much as possible. You know what I mean? You're going to shove as much stuff up your butt as possible. Yeah. Like in Why? preparation for going into jail. A hundred percent. I'm going to see it right away. Up my butt. How are you going to percent. You can it. You you would be surprised that when you've got something in your butt, how noticeable it is. What, dude? I've seen cell phones in buttholes before, and it's the way they walk into the jail that makes it's it. It's not like even the way they life. walk in. It's it's literally so. There's like a whole there's a whole 
procedure if you do a strip search correctly that gets that thing moving towards the surface that you just cannot hold an iPhone in you. But you tickle their that. bellies? No, you don't. Yeah, you just tickle them. All right, here comes the tickle part. No, I mean, <laughs> so it's 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 literally this whole thing. So you you'll have you can have them do one, two, three. I always have people do three deep squats. Like I like really? strip, and I need three deep squats. I need you to turn around, bend over at the waist, spread your cheeks, and cough forcefully. If you don't, we're gonna do it all over again. Wow. And I'm wow. telling you, three deep squats, a turn, bend, and cough, bro. It all comes out. iPhone all 10 Plus out. is coming out. Huh? iPhone 10 Plus. <laughs> flip the flip phone, the flip phone, the Motorola two way two way pager, dude. Just <laughs> balloons. I mean, it's all of it. All it's all there, man. All wow. Of it. Yeah. You learn something every day. Yeah. Learned a lot this episode. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I there was a guy. There was a guy. Um, a prison I worked at, South Carolina. The first time I lived here, had a radio. Not like a, not like a radio, not like a like a bump box, but like no, like a Sam from the movie Sandlot, like a legit radio. No, not like a radio, but like the, so inmates here, at least on, on, on most prisons, they, they all have TVs like in the common areas or the rock, yeah. depending on what you call it. Uh, but they don't have the volume on. You have to buy a a radio, and it the the audio for the TV is on a radio station, right? Like ninety eight point right. three or whatever. Yeah, it's it's like a square radio. It's like the size of the top of the mic here yeah right this guy had the radio and headphones in his butthole because he was <laughs> he was going to lock up and you can't have your radio and lock up he literally had the radio and so radios headphones cell phones all that stuff bro all of that's it it's insane. all there that's insane it's all there i mean that's athletic yeah you know what and that's just dudes. I can't even imagine. Like, I mean, obviously, as a male, like, I've never strip searched a female, but I mean, they've got two purses they can hide stuff in. Man. And yeah, I mean, from what I understand, one of those purses is stretchier and ca- capable of carrying quite a bit of cargo. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. There was a I'm story. Not- <laughs> I can't validate it, right? I can't validate it. But there was a story um, that. I think it was like in the mid eighties, there was a nurse, uh, South Carolina department of corrections nurses by and large end up either. If, if you get married to a woman that wants to be a nurse in a prison, you should probably rethink your marriage. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Hmm. It's bad news bears. Um, basically they're just seeing dicks all day, every inmate uh, right. jacking off and saying stuff and being just disgusting and everything. no, in my mind, I don't see why a woman would want to like have that around her all the time. Right. Not to mention the fact she's putting herself in harm's way. Anyway, most yeah. most nurses that I saw in my career, 10 plus years, didn't last very long. They ended up either getting assaulted and quitting or being tired of being verbally harassed or banging an inmate and getting fired. This mm-hmm. chick, allegedly, if I remember the story correctly, was banging an inmate and wanted to help him escape. So she smuggled a snub-nosed 38 inside of her vagine. Into the what, what is that? What is that? A snub nose thirty eight pistol. Yeah, it's a pistol. Like, it's a gun. It's a pistol. It's a yeah. It's it's a snub nose, so it doesn't have like the long barrel. It's got a short short nose, snub nose. Yeah, and it's a revolver. 
so it's not <laughs> it's not a ma- it's not a gun with a magazine it's it's a revolver and she took that and put it inside of her vagine and brought it in and then gave it to the inmate so he could try to escape no way yeah dude like loaded yeah 100% yeah yeah of course it's so gnarly yeah man wow Man, that's that's like toughness on a whole nother level. Well, dude, you had your wife had kids, right? Yeah. She literally fired a kid out of that bad boy. I know, I know. When, dude, when I talk Bro. about like pain, like I'm in pain, yeah. like I drank too many cut waters, I have to revert back to that and just be like, I'm such a pussy. Bro, you have I mean? you ever just rifled out a turd that made you go, <gasps> like I've had some heavy Chevys fall out of me. <laughs> like, golly. And then I think. I think my wife gave birth to three eight-pound babies, and I'm like, "You're so much tougher than me." Man, women are women are great. They're so yeah, gnarly. Hundred percent. You want to talk about the women's fight that we got next? Yes, perfect. It's a great segue. transition, right, dude, bro? I brought it up. Just, I mean, this whole I told the whole prison story just so I could talk about vagina and get us to Gina Mazzani um, taking on Shawna Young here. Shawna Young at seven to four. Gina Mazzani at seven and five. Those are real records of real fighters signed to the UFC. Um, yeah. Mazzani is a minus 180 against Shawna Young here at yeah. a plus 150 over runner and rounds at two and a half. <laughs> Women's science has been wildly unreliable the last two events. Do we want to try to take a flyer here on, on Young? This is such a dumpster fire fight. This is the worst <laughs> fight ever. No, this is, no. This Dean is, Barry, Mike, Mike Jackson was worse. Bro, this is, this is so bad. It's pretty bad. Gina Manzani, outside of her red hair, that's the only thing she does well. Oh, yes, dude, she's in glory that. MMA. I feel like you think that while I'm like one track minded as it relates to Team Alpha Male, my second tier camp is glory MMA, which is not the case. It is. It's not the case because I love James Krause, but I don't, I don't love him as like a Uriah Faber. Like I think he's, he's great as a coach. I think he's a bullshit fighter. Okay. Well, Faber doesn't even coach, does he? He's got like... He just hangs out with like Song Yudong. That's it. I dude, I always see Danny Castillo and some other no name cats. I never see Faber walking out unless it's like Song Yudong. That's it. No, no, because he's he was also coaching. Um, uh, oh my God, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, the the Russian dude that's uh, Slava Claus. Okay, Slava Claus. He's only in the corner. Needless to say, like. Gina Glory MMA loves to wrestle, lay on top. She doesn't have hands. She doesn't have subs. She's can be the physically stronger person if, in mm. fact, she like walks in and she is like anatomically more like built. Mm. Shanna should have the better hands. She has atrocious takedown defense. Ooh. And when she's taken down, she has no get-up game whatsoever. Ooh. I'm worried for Gina's cardio because her cardio is not good. Mm-hmm. So I have to look at this as like, man. I'm going to take the chick with red hair that doesn't have good cardio, but I think she has ever so slightly better wrestling, doesn't have the better hands, but I think this thing has to somewhat end up in clinch or maybe in like a weird side control being the most boring fight ever going over two and a half and getting Gina the money line win. That's what I think. Sarah, Sarah Alpar subbed Shanna Young. So bad. That's bad. <laughs> There's not a lot of fighters that we've been more critical of than Sarah Alpar. And she subbed Shanna Young. So bad. Um, also has losses to Miranda Maverick. Lost to Macy Chason. And then lost to Stephanie Ager. Stephanie Ager's pretty good. And Macy Chason. Or Chasson. Sorry. 
I still want to, I still want to pronounce her name correctly, but it's Chasson, whatever. Um, yeah, she got a lot. I mean, those two women, obviously different frame, different strength. I agree with your assessment. This this is going to, this is, this will be a, who is physically stronger and has better cardio type type fight. I, I will say that people need to be aware that glory MMA is your great value team alpha male. And that you have a thing with chicks with dyed hair and Gina Mazzani has dyed hair. So there is, there is a little bit of a skewed perspective here. Yeah. Minus 180 Gina Mazzani. I'm not sure when, uh, when you'd ever see Gina Mazzani at a minus 180. This fight seems like it's going to be a fight where that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's a person on the roster currently um, that you could put Miss Young up against where she wouldn't be an underdog. Right. I, I don't think there's a person on the roster that you could have her favorite against or even even as a pick'em. Yeah. I think she'd be an, she's probably statistically and skill wise, and I mean this just with the most respect possible because you're a professional fighter and I appreciate what you do, probably one of the least talented people on the roster currently. Right. Right. Now, I hope she comes out there and proves everybody wrong. I would love for her to upset Gina Mazzani. I'd love it. Dude, if she came out and pulled some Yair Rodriguez, like thigh tap spinning kick and just sent Mazzani's head to the third row of the apex, nobody'd be happier than me. Um, and that's not because I dislike Gina. I just want I want to see somebody that people write off do well. So um I have no play here. I won't trust women's science. I don't think Shannon Young wins this fight, but I also can't do minus one eighty juice on Gina Mazzani either because Gina she got a lot of quit in her. A lot of quit. Yeah. yeah. A lot of quit. I'm hoping she comes in with creativity. The the dyed hair, it, it's it's one of two things. If you have dyed hair, it's you're either creative and an artist or you're hmm. Antifa. You know what I mean? I don't think she's Antifa. Okay, she doesn't she's strike creative, me. As, so she should be able to get this done. She doesn't strike me as an Antifa type. Okay. Well, then we're fine. Then we're in a good doesn't, spot. Doesn't strike me. Should we take any sort of consideration to shanna young's nickname being the shanimal that is pretty good because it's, it's so good, bad it's good it's a good nickname it's a good nickname that's good that's it's not a richie lang the mongolian murderer good mm. no but it's making fun it's like andre touchy feely like it's it's just it's funny Shanimal. the shanimal it's good damn it okay yeah okay yeah Something to next, consider. Next fight. Next fight. I, I refuse to bet on Shauna Young, dude. All right. Mike Breeden. We've said her name wrong or different <laughs> every time we've said it. Every time we've said it, it's been different. I said it I said it differently when I, I said her name twice in the same sentence and said it different both times. You I said Shana, Shanna, Shauna. Shauna. Yeah. 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 Shania. Yeah. Mike Breeden at 10 and 4 taking on Natan Levy Levy. Six and one, Levy uh, obviously has a really creative style, man. Heavy on the kicks, um, heavy on the speed, darting in and out. Mike Breeden is going to want no part of that. He's a plus 160. Coming back here at Natad Levy, minus 195 over on rounds two and a half. Dude, we'll here we here. go. Right into another glory MMA fighter, dude, Mike Breeden. He's a guy that wing shots, absolutely psycho, ditches the game plan. There's going to be a lot of mistakes in this fight. A lot mm. of mistakes. Mm. So I think I like inside the distance more than anything in this fight because 
Natan, he's a good prospect. He's solid everywhere. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a title challenger by any means, but like you said, he's got great leg kinks. Both these guys throw with ill intent. I'm inside the distance on this all day long. That is at plus 110 currently. That is solid. I love it. You want to take that plus money? I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. Johan Lenesi, Leonese. I think it's Johan Leonese. Taking on Gabe Green. Gabe Green, 10 and 3. Leonese at 8 and 0. Um, minus 150 for Gabe Green. Johan coming back at plus 120. Is this don't mess with the Johan? Bro, is that his nickname? Someone, it should be. Someone told me they that should totally be the nickname. Someone told me that Gabe Green had a heart attack four weeks ago. What? Swear to God. Had a heart attack. Oh, so Johan's nickname is the White Lion. Oh, that's a missed opportunity. Because what what should it be? Don't mess with the Johan. Johan, don't mess with the Johan Leonese. No, it's don't mess with the Johan Leonese. Hmm. Mm. I feel like people always screw that up if it's supposed to be before or in the middle. Um, That's why you get an announcer knows what the hell they're talking about. (sighs) I don't know, dude. Johan's super hittable. He puts everything into his shots. If he doesn't land, he gets clipped because his defense is not sound. Gabriel Green, like I said, I heard that he had a heart attack like fucking not four weeks ago, like four months ago. There's no way he would get – how would he get – how would he pass – the medicals to fight if he just had a heart attack. Four months ago, though. That's four. Bro, it's a heart attack. <laughs> it's not a dude. twisted ankle. They give you 180 days for cuts. I did. I, I, that's what I heard. I've heard that everywhere. I heard he had a heart attack. Hold on. This is why we VO, need producer Jake. Keep talking. VO2 max is not. It must be really good. I don't even know what VO2 max is, but I know he's, he's breathing because... He didn't die because of the heart attack. Hold on. I don't know, dude. Gabe Green heart attack brings up some corny looking doctor. In no, there's nothing. Did he not have a heart attack? I don't know. That's just the heart attack doesn't. Gabe Green is a doctor in Fort Collins, Colorado. Gabriel Green, dude. Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabriel, depending on how fancy you are. Okay. Hold on. Gabriel Green, heart attack four months ago, minus one fifty, justified? Question no. mark. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's a, there was a Mexican singer named Juan Gabriel that died of a heart attack back in 2016. Hmm. Oh, real quick, while we're talking about Mexican singers, did you see that they added a new feature on the Streamyard thing? No. Background music. Well, can we get Gabriel's song on there? Hold on, let me see. Um, there's, there's one on here called. Uh, you want to do acoustic, cinematic, dance pop, daydreaming, dance pop, dance pop. Dance pop. That's not even a question. Let's see if it. Can you hear it? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. I just want. Sick. I just wonder, like, if we. Ooh, I tried to. Yeah. Try try to focus, and the music is kind of taking over here. Right. All right. So, we taking Gabe Green here. I think we have to. I think you have to, right? Yeah. Well, we just start. It's, right. it's picking up a little bit. It's like, do we take it money line? I think so. I think minus one fifty or 
All right. I'm going to bring it down a little bit. Bring down the fade a little bit. Okay. But then you can kind of turn it up. Why don't you turn, turn it up for the next fight? What's the next fight? I like it. I like it. It's pretty cool, right? It's kind of cool. As we, it's kind of cool. I don't, I don't love it. Well, no, I mean, this is, this is like the part in the dance party where I'd be scoping out to see like, you know, who's, I was about to say who's my next victim, but that sounds weird. Um, well, no, you know what I mean? Victim, like, victim's perfect here. Alexander Romanov, 15 and then taking on Chase right. Sherman at 15 and nine. Right. Right. Which I feel like th that we, there's night driving. I think that's a night driving breakdown. Chase Sherman, the, uh, or, uh, sorry, Alexander Romanov, the biggest favorite in UFC history for this fight against Chase Sherman, minus 2,300. Okay. I See, I don't even have those odds. It doesn't My, matter. It, do, yeah. it Listen to me. It doesn't matter. Minus 1,200 last week was a bargain compared to the <laughs> minus 2,300 you're getting on Alexander Romanov right now. This fight is unplayable unless you think that somehow um, – the, the St. Michael, the archangel is going to come down and strike down Alexander Romanov. There's just no way. Do you think we get Romanov at by sub KO in round one at anything in plus money? Probably not. Uh, let's see what we got here. Or at least get it to like the minus 200 as a parlay piece. Let's see here. I've only got a couple. I feel no, like e even Romanov inside the distance is it minus 600 insanity now i mean I, not insanity because it's gonna happen yeah yeah i've got even under one and a half rounds is at minus 275 what well, so what so sorry minus mm -hmm. 2600 money line for uh alexander romanov what is money line straight chase sherman what are we getting do Plus we sprinkle do we sprinkle Plus eleven hundred? No, no, I wouldn't. No, okay, we're not gonna do I that. I would. Okay, I would. All right, all right, I wouldn't. All right, yeah, all I right, do that. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Daniel De Silva taking on Francisco Figueredo, as you called him. Yeah, Francisco at twelve and four, De Silva at eleven and two. Trey, I just gotta tell you. Yeah. When I think about Francisco Figueredo, speak, dude, speak, preach. I just, I just feel like yeah. people give him a lot of credit because of who his brother is. Oh, you call him Figgy? They call him Little Figgy Junior. <laughs> they call him Little, they call him Little Fig Newton. Oh, dude. And they just delicious. They don't, re they don't realize that he's not nearly as good as his brother. Right, right. But it's right. one of those things when you got a guy like Daniel De Silva. Yeah, you got to pay attention to what's happening, right? Because if you don't, yeah. you might end up in a firefight Ooh. when you ain't no firefighter. Because Daniel De Silva was <laughs> born in that heat. He wants yeah. it hot. If <laughs> Figueroa's a dry ass cookie, and he oh. might get burnt, Fig Newton style. You oh. Feel me, oh, dude. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How's a dry cookie caught on fire? I don't understand. But it sounds bad. Like we take Silva by murder here. I don't I don't think that's the case. I mean um, no, we can. No, we have to, dude. We, we we played we played 
Francisco Figueredo against Malcolm Gordon. We took him straight up and it was a murder fast, dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Daniel De Silva, which by the way, it's not D E Silva, it's Da Silva, Da it's fucking da boy. Silva. It's Da <laughs> Silva boy. Yeah, De Silva boy, dude, by murder for sure. I don't think I'm, it's by murder. I think it's by money. I just straight decision, but yeah. When I, if he goes to decision, it'll be his only decision of his career. All 11 wins that he has come inside the distance. And Silva, inside the distance currently, is at plus 250. So I would I would venture That's a guess good. to just say, if you're on Silva, De Silva, just take him just take him plus 250. That's good. There's no yeah. point in playing him at the minus money when all 11 of his wins have come inside the distance. If you're on him, just take him to win inside the distance. There's, yeah. Just boom. All right. I I I plus two fifty. Um, are, should I? I'm, we should be done with the music, right? You don't want to do music anymore. Last I, one, dude. What's the last fight of the night? Put on something like a beat, dude. Okay, all right. So the last fight, Gerard Mearshart taking on Christoph Yatko. Yatko at twenty three and five. Gerard Mearshart at thirty four and fourteen. Yeah. Um, we've got you know what Ger- Gerard Mearshart plays saxophone. Does he sexy sax man? Do you think that there's anything on here? We've got let me let me read them all off first. And you tell me which Please one. Please tell me there's careless whisper. Hold on. There's there's one just called rock. Then there's lo-fi into space, feeding the ducks, and daydreaming. Which one do you think is more likely to have saxophone? Mm, feeding the ducks. Feeding the ducks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go feeding the ducks. All right. This is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't think that's it. That's not the call. What's is feeding ducks like tranquil nowadays? Like it's like a calming exercise. I think it's supposed to be. Yeah, even though ducks are chaotic. Have you ever like fed a duck? Have you ever seen a duck eat? They are they are chaotic, bro. They're like like they like shit flying out of their mouth. They are a mess. No, I mean you gotta get local bread, which is expensive. Like it's a hassle. Well, dude, you feed your you feed ducks real bread. I feed them the moldiest stuff I got. Well, no, you can't get mold. They'll die. No, hundred. No, they won't. They're ducks. They literally eat the shit on bottom of ponds. They are no hmm. moldy bread, stale bread. So, like the heels of the bread that your family doesn't eat, you bring that down. Hundred percent. I've kind of fucked right. up. Feeding the ducks into space. What about into space? You think? I like this. It kind of gives me that like Carly Rae Jepsen kind of vibe, you know, like where it's about to go into a white chick. Call moment. me, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Call me, yeah, maybe. Or what was that one song in the '90s with the girl with the piano on? And it was like, first of all, you're not. It's just not that girl. Uh, you're talking about Vanessa Carlton. You put some respect on her name. <laughs> okay. It's a fantastic song, dude. Don't don't you ever. Yes. Just act like you don't know who Vanessa Carlton is. That was a great song. Oh song of a generation. A hundred percent. That's a banger. And every time it comes on, there's not a single person that doesn't like that song. No, it's a great song. It's, it's a great a, song. Just a, it's a fantastic song. All right. Yeah, I, I blanked. Mearshart plus 140, Yachtco at minus 170 here. What do you think? Oh, dude. Um, he's the over two and a half king. If you're gonna play Mershart, play him in the later rounds. Mershart's by the sub early. No way. Yotko is by decision. Mershart is early. I feel like Mershart has to wear a fighter down 
to lose their cardio and then make them a little bit more vulnerable. Jodko is someone that is very meat and potatoes through and through the fight, plays the level of the fighter and gets it done because he checks all the boxes. Mearshark, dry bodies, tight submissions. I love that. I see it later rounds. No, oh, man. How? But I'm not how are taking they Mearshark. How are they Absolutely dry bodies, not. tight submissions in the, in the later rounds? The longer the fight goes, the slipperier the body gets. I'm not, I've said that. I said, I would love tight bodies, dry submissions, mm. tight bodies, tight bodies. Dude. Right. You keep saying tight bodies. All Speaking these of tight bodies. tight bodies. Below my waist is getting very tight right now. Dan. Oh, bro. All the blood rushing down. <laughs> she's homebound. I just, that's, she's a lyricist is what she is. Oh, she's a songbird of the generation. Yeah. Ooh, so good, bro. So such range. You can feel it. it. Yeah, that got a Grammy for sure. Hundred percent had to have gotten a Grammy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hold on a second. Did Vanessa Carlton win a Grammy for that? Where's producer Jay Cat? I know. God, dude. All right. Hold on. Uh, I gotta find out. He. She had to have. Yeah. She, she has to. Has to. Yeah. Many... She's received four awards. Hold on. We got to, uh, let's see what, hold on. She was nominated. All right. Let's see. Um... If she did not win it that year, I want to know who won it. Cause I'm going to go steal it from their house. She was nominated for record song of the year that year, but did not win it. Who won? Hold on. I'll tell you. I'm telling you, dude, if it's someone that's going to piss me off, this is not the week to piss me off. It's not the week. Not the week. No. No. No, I won't do it. I won't do it. She even performed it there and didn't win. And she still didn't get the nod. Still didn't win. No. Um, Hold on. If it's a a Bieber thing, I'm going to lose it, dude. I will lose it. Let's see here. It was. What song or what what category did I say? Record of the year, right? I'm telling you, if it was Smash Mouth, I will smash a hole in my fucking wall. I'll send it back. I will I send, send it, back. it back. I will send they, it back. I didn't realize how many Grammys they gave out for things. Oh, yeah, dude. I appreciate everybody that still sticks around for this portion of the show because this <laughs> we're just we're done talking about fights now. So you, if you are still here, um, then clearly you care about music yep absolutely absolutely we need check the check the chat while i'm doing this because i cannot see that while i've got a different tab up maybe somebody found it faster than i did i didn't i just want to know who she lost to if she lost to was it pop is that the category she's in she's just pop right well no it was like best record like record of the year and then there was something like vocal performance and arrangement of the year and what and year is this? Are we talking 2003? 2003. What happened in 2003 is the question. Yeah. Okay. Best instrumental arrangement with accompanying vocalist. She lost to uh, Dave Grusin for Mean Old Man performed by James Taylor. That's one that she lost. Okay. Yep. What so about she, the song? The song's the one that matters. I'm, I'm working, buddy. I'm working on it. They literally have given out seven. Hundred awards. 
Um, mm. Best pop collaboration with vocals. Best pop performance by a duo. Best female pop performers. She lost to Nora Jones. That's fair. That's Nora Jones fair, is really dude. good, man. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I was about to be really heated. Yeah, yeah. And she lost that on record. She lost that on record of the year to Nora Jones. Don't know why. Huh. Okay. Can't be mad at that. Nora Jones is fantastic. Huh. Good year for women in pianos, right? 2003. Nora Jones, Vanessa Carlton. Well, think about it. I was looking up what happened in 2003. Apple launched iTunes and sold 1 million songs during their first week. That happened in 2003. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube wasn't even out then. Think about the amount of downloads she had on that song in that first week. Think about YouTube wasn't even out then. Imagine if YouTube was out then. Insane. Billions of views. She would have been the Gangnam style. She'd have been the first billion, billion viewer. Dude, a lot happened in 2003. Michael Jordan, that was the year he retired. Again. Yeah. That was insane. He sucked with the Wizards. Ugh. Ball is life, bro. Ball is life. Ball is life. Need you. Hmm. Miss you. Ooh. Bro, how do you fall into the sky? How does that even happen? Well, time will pass you by if you don't. Yeah. But you know, I'd walk a thousand miles just to see you tonight. <laughs> All right, guys, if you don't already do so, I, I, honestly, maybe if you do and, and you haven't unfollowed us yet, it might be a good time to consider that. Um, we're everywhere at Punchlist. Punchlist MMA everywhere. You can email us if that's your thing. Chat at Punchlist MMA. Like the beginning of the show, Trey has shirts. They are in his hands now. Godspeed to you whenever he gets them in the mail. Yep. Um, so he, he has your sizes. He has your addresses. Good luck to you. Thoughts and prayers. You'll get them when you get them. If not, uh, be feel free to hit him up on Instagram and let him know. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for supporting. Um, we're going to go perfect. We're, we're going perfect this weekend, right? Isn't that what we planned? <laughs> this is the easiest card on the planet, dude. We're going perfect. 100%. 100% this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We're going 100% this weekend or every, or if we don't, um, strictly MMA podcast will give everybody who follows us and doesn't win, they'll give yeah. them a dollar. So, Oh, love it. Yeah, love it. So yeah, if you if yeah. you want you want to collect your money, which you won't need to because we're going to go perfect. But in the event that something weird happens, like Chris Tonyoni messes up a fight, go to Strictly MMA uh, talk show or Strictly MMA podcast and request your dollar from them. They will gladly pay you. Yeah, um, those those dudes dress well. They're they're loaded. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they have tons of money. All right. Yeah. Be good to each other, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 